The Abadit life is a philosophy. It's a lifestyle. We represent those who take any specific endeavor seriously while putting forth an honest and prudent effort. It's a mindset, an elevated standard of professionalism, honor, and dedication to a cause or action. We show extreme courage and bravery in times of stress or overwhelming odds. We don't make excuses. We don't talk about it. We be about it. Welcome, everybody, to episode 35 of the All Moves Podcast. This is Anthony Manai speaking. I appreciate all of you for tuning in. It really means a lot to me. I see the numbers. The numbers are going up. I see the shares on social media. I see the DMs. I appreciate it. I I really, really do. It means a lot to me. So uh, before we get started with today's show, a couple announcements. Um... This show is brought to you by theaboutitlife.com. You can go check out the merchandise. You can go check out the uh, the apparel, the About a Life apparel. Um, we got hats, tank tops, hoodies, um, mugs, uh, you know, all that good stuff. You can go check it out um, if you want to support the show, if you want to, you know, be a part of the movement, show love to the movement, go check that out. Also, this show is brought to you by theaboutitclub.com, which is a place where I bring people from all over the world, where they come together, right? And they, we, we discuss, every Tuesday nights, we discuss a particular topic where I feel it's important when it comes to you succeeding and achieving all of your goals, right? About human psychology, about uh, philosophy, um, really breaking it down and connecting with people from all over the world. Um, there's articles there um, in the About It Club, exclusive content. If you are open to being a part of my inner circle, go check out theaboutitclub.com. It's a $25 a month membership, 25 bucks if you're not interested in it. If you don't want to do it anymore or you, you don't want to be a part of the club anymore, there's no weird fee. There's no cancellation fee. It's, you know, you cancel it. So it's really nothing to lose, a lot to gain. Um, there's no risk. You know, the value and the people inside the club is absolutely powerful, empowering, and it's truly, truly amazing. So go check that out, theaboutitclub.com. Um, what else? Yeah, today's been, it's just been a real, real interesting day. And, you know, I don't like talking about the moves. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't like talking about the moves, um, right, when things are, are uh, forming and things are coming together or ideas. I don't like talking about it. I like just making the move and then, you know, people seeing the result people seeing the stuff but it's a lot of things I'm setting up for 2019 that it's 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 going to be extremely life changing and um you know the meetings I had today the conversations I had today is just again it, it's it's it comes with the results of the philosophy you know um it, it it comes down to what it is that you actually want, right? And how bad are you willing to go after it? Well, how how 
How long are you willing to stay committed? How long are you willing to stay in the game to go after of the thing that you claim that you want, right? And for me, this is a, a forever process, right? This is a continuous climb. You guys are seeing me at the very beginning, you know, from the recording of this show, of course, November 1st. Oh, it's a new month also. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the new month. Man, just this year, closing it out strong. Ah, oh, man, I just feels so good. Um, setting up the 2019, ending the year strong, November 1st. Um, it's about that time, man. It's about that time. It's early. It's early. For all of us, it's early. Right? When you when you see the game for what it is and you are clear with what you want, you're, you're aligned with your vision, it doesn't matter how long it takes. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, today's topic of the show... So what I wanted to talk about is ownership, right? <coughs> Excuse me. Ownership of your life. Ownership of your mind, right? And it's extremely powerful. So I was talking to a client earlier this morning. And, you know... um, Without revealing too much of his information, uh, sometimes he feels like a lot of his thoughts, a lot of um, a lot of his actions are uncontrollable, right? Where he would say, "I want this," but then do the complete opposite, and he feels that it's all impulse, which it probably is, right? It's all impulse. He doesn't think his way through certain uh, decisions or certain, um, you know, when it comes down to making certain choices, he doesn't think about the long-term gain or the long-term uh, repercussions. He doesn't think things through. It's just what feels good at the moment, right? And he feels like it's it's almost uncontrollable. And I told him, I said, I was there at one point in my life, right, where I felt that everything was outside of my control. And I was telling him, it's not an impulse problem, right? It's not a, you know, uh, you know, people want to say mental illness or you know, all the things that he would think it, it is, right? It's a philosophy problem. It's a principle problem. And it's something that I struggled with for years that I was thinking that in order for me to obtain some type of success or in order for me to reach my goals and, and you know, do the things that I'm doing now and the things that I want to do, that I'm going to do, it took some type of outside force, some type, some type of uh, 
outside connection that's outside of myself, outside of my mind. <coughs> I remember I used to sit sit down and, you know, um, I used to look up to the sky. I used to take long walks, you know, to the beach. There was like a five-mile beach in the Bronx. Uh, shout out to Orchard Beach, right? Those who are from the Bronx know should know where Orchard Beach is at. I used to walk a strip from uh, my old neighborhood all the way to to this beach called Orchard Beach in the Bronx, and uh, you know, take long walks and start thinking about my goals and say, "Man, this is what I want. This is what I want to do." You know, go home and you know, look to the sky and say, man, please, please. And I remember there was many times, and I said this many times in the podcast, that, you know, I used to pray to the sky crying, right? And saying, please, I hope this business venture will work. Please, I hope that the direction that I'm going to, you know, going in my life, hopefully it's it's the right one. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with people who do that, right? There's nothing wrong with people who, you know, have a certain belief and they want to pray to that or want to meditate or want to look to the universe or want to take long walks. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's when you expect something to magically happen out of nowhere, right? Like me saying, I hope this business venture works. It puts me out of the place of control, right? It's me wishing that it works, me praying that it works, me hoping that it works. Instead of grabbing it and saying, what's the next move? What are we doing, right? So if Anthony Manaya would go back Right, 2018, 2019, Anthony Manaya will go back to 2011, 2012, 2010, Anthony Manaya. When I'm crying in tears, I would first look at him and slap him. <laughs> right? I'm talking about myself. I would go back to my old self and say, because the second after I was crying and talking about, please, I hope it works, I would get up. Turn on the video game and start playing Xbox. Now, at that time, again, I felt it was something outside of me. I didn't know what was possible. I didn't. I, don't, I just don't know. I'm very unaware. Very, e- extremely unaware, right? Because for somebody to be in tears, how unhappy they are, and then the next second go on and play Xbox, that person has the wrong perspective. That person has, has, it doesn't have a, uh, it's not a mental problem. It's a philosophy problem. You know, they try to put me with this whole ADD, ADHD when I was younger, um, you know, in, in, in school, I used to, uh, anybody who knows me and and been to, you know, was in school with me in middle school, in um, elementary school, I used to bang on the tables, make beats, right? And that's, while the teacher is teaching, I used to make beats 
bang on the table, use use my my skills of drumming, right? And and just make beats. It was so unconscious, right? It was so un like I was very unaware of that. I was just doing it because I was extremely bored. I didn't want to be in there. But, you know, everybody would look around like, what is this dude doing? What is this kid doing? Right? Except one time in fourth grade, um, my teacher said, okay, you want to bang on the table? Listen, every Thursday, uh, like one day of the week, me and my boy, Corey, shout out to Corey. If he's ever hearing this, I doubt it. But um, <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, he used to rap, right? I mean, we're fourth graders. <coughs> We're fourth graders, and he used to rap, and I used to make beats uh, on the table, and she, and she said, "Look, listen, if you don't do, if you don't make a beat, if you don't beat uh, beat on on the, on the table for at least a week, you once a week you will have a chance to perform in front of the class." And I was like, "All right, cool, like, you know." So she turned it into some type of positive thing where you know I wouldn't disrupt the class and and me and my boy wouldn't you know uh we'll behave until the next week comes a certain day of the week whether it was on a Thursday or a Tuesday whatever it was or a Friday um she would let us you know perform in front of the class right but after that you know there was a teacher in 7th grade who gave me a drawing board was saying instead of being on a table why don't you just draw on this board, right? And during this process, they even tried to put me in a special ed class because they they were telling my mom, you know, your kid is just super ADD. I think he needs, he needs to go see the, you know, he gets some type of medical help, right? Because every time the teacher is speaking and talking and doing this stuff, um, you know, he's banging on the damn table. <laughs> and... uh. You know, my mom got pissed off. She's like, hell no, that's not my kid. Don't, don't, you know, my mom is full-blown Puerto Rican. Uh, My dad is full-blown Dominican. Um, But my mom is straight up like, hell no, my son is not doing that. You know what I mean? Straight Latina up in that, you know, principal's office. You know what I'm saying? Boricua. Uh, uh, Shout out to to those who know I'm talking about. Like, if if you have a uh, a Puerto Rican mom or, or family, you know, you know how it is. Uh, when it comes to the kids, it's like, my mom was like, hell no, my kid is not that. My kid is not. So, she, you know, she would have problems with the principal because the principal would say I'm special ed. And, you know, um, uh, and she didn't accept that. Right. And me, I was just like, I don't know what that means, what special ed means. But what I do know is when I'm in school, I get bored out of my mind. And, and that's really it. Right. That was seventh grade, so she, so the teacher's giving me drawing stuff. So that didn't happen. I wasn't put in special ed. Um, my mom was just had a conversation with me. She was like, "Look, prove that you're not special ed to these teachers. Um, prove to yourself that you're not that." And and when you you know the next, I don't know, it's called the marking period. Make sure you get your grades right. It's like cool. Turns out that I got focus and I got the grades right. Um, prior to that, if we go all the way to third grade, right? So I talked about fourth grade, about beating on the desk. I talked about seventh grade. I jumped all that. But let's go back to sixth grade. I'm sorry. Yes, sixth grade. Where I had the same problem again. Where 
um, this was before seventh grade. So yeah, sixth grade had the same problem again. The teacher had to take a take like the table and put me in my own in my like all the way in the back of the class. And she named it Tony Island. <laughs> she named it Tony Island and put me back in the class. And she was like, you keep being on the damn desk. You keep talking to your friends. Um, you know, and I and I found out at that point they were trying to get me to special ed <clears throat> all this time. And my mom was just not having it. Right. And then that's why in seventh grade. My mom had this big argument with her. She's like, "You've been trying to get my son for like a whole two years in the same, you know, in the same school to go to special ed." He's like, "My son is not special ed," and um, so yeah, she so so my sixth grade teacher created this thing called Tony Island, where they put me in the back of the class because I keep banging on the damn table. And fast forward. To where I'm at now, or even when I went to college, right, for a semester, I never showed up to class. Um, many of you know my story where I got sick and went to the hospital, right, for being there because I I, I didn't want to be there. I told my mom I didn't want to be there. What's going on? And, you know, I'm, in, I'm this 19-year-old kid who is, you know, who's heavy into entrepreneurship, and I'm listening to... Uh, business teachers who don't own a business teaching me business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And at one point I questioned the teacher. I was like, yo, do you even have a business? And she was like, no, you know, no, I don't. We're just reading it from the book. It's the basics. And I was like, that's the problem. This is the problem. This is the problem. Someone like me clearly doesn't have enough money, right, to be able to afford these high end uh these high end universities. So I'm in this fucking community college, right, in, in, in upstate New York, in Troy, right, near Albany, and I'm over there, and they put me in this community college, expecting me to win, expecting me to listen to this teacher talk about business, and I'm like, this is not for me. I had the worst failing grade in math class out of the whole hundred or something freshmen or the people that first came into the college I had the worst uh, the worst grade that's what the math teacher told me and I was like yo this is crazy and I got I got depressed when it came down to uh, do these exit tests I went fucking <laughs> I didn't show up I was throwing up I wasn't eating I got extremely skinny <sighs> And even talking about it, it's just like, damn, dude, it, it was a tough time for me knowing that I did not want to be there. I had to go. And my mom was like, what are you going to do? I was like, well, I'm going to focus on entrepreneurship. That's what I want to do. But I know if I stay here, I'm going to end up slaying myself. I'm going to do something to, to, to stop this pain. And I used it as a tactic to get out of there but you know my mom swears that I wanted to commit suicide and I was like no it was a thing if I would stay here long enough I would start thinking some things right because I did not want to be there so what is the point of all of this right is they try to label me as I am ADD, ADHD, and I have mental uh, disabilities, and and because I can't sit still. And the thing is, I do. That's not what I want to do. 
school was never for me, right? How is it that somebody who drops out of college, who doesn't really pay attention to school, who never paid attention to school, has his his own online school, right? The Abada Club is is a form of education, right? How is it that I can't study in the in the books uh, about you know uh, calculus and math, whatever, algebra, but I can read three or four books a week, three books a week, right? How is that? I'm I'm always studying, I'm always reading, I'm always taking notes, right? I'm always sharing you guys about philosophy, psychology, about uh you know about the about it life. This podcast is under the uh, is under the 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 description is education. Right? It's an educational podcast. Now, how is it that somebody like me, who did horrible, horrible in school, I did not bring those same habits into the business world, into what I'm teaching in the About It Club, into my research and preparation for the All Moves podcast? Is it that I, I, I'm mentally disabled? Is it that I have a problem? I'm not saying those things don't exist, but to easily uh, uh, associate that to somebody, it could fuck a, it could fuck some people up. People start to believe this that this 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 stuff that they tell them growing up. Hey, you're sick. You're mentally ill. I have a client like that, where he's just like, I don't understand how this works. And I was like, look, that's 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 they label you that they labeled you. Disabled, mentally disabled for so long that you actually believe it. But then I can share them the story where they try to do the same thing to me. I just wasn't interested in that. That's not what I wanted to do. So I was like, bro, you need to study what it is that you want to do and how do you react when you do that? Because you're going to have to make a choice anyway, right? You're going to have to do something with yourself. Why not put it into positive habits? Why not truly understand the reality of your situation? And don't judge yourself and view yourself in third person and say, damn, look at that guy making the moves. Like I would look at myself back in 2012 saying, please, 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 in tears, let's do that. I want to do this, please. And then the next second I'm playing fucking video games and watching Netflix. It's bullshit. Right? It's bullshit. And I get mad at myself. And how do you get, you know, and, and a lot of people say, yo, you didn't know, man. Of course I didn't know. But looking back, it's like, man, I look like I'm a fool. I'm a fool. Right? Because growing up, I was taught a certain way. I was, I was uh, programmed a certain way. And I had, to re- I had to unprogram myself. And there's a lot of people today who believe this hype that, you know, they just feel like they can't do it. There's something 
that's outside of themselves that's stopping them to do it. And it was until I took a, a, a extreme ownership, massive ownership of my situation, and said, I'm not going to accept this anymore. I put myself in a position where all I can do is go up. I eliminated all my options and said, this is what I want to do with myself. I'm not going to accept what they try to label me growing up. I'm not going to doubt myself anymore because I doubted myself for so long. I was in my mind with millions and millions of thoughts a day about me being worthless, about me being, uh, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm, I'm from the fucking Bronx. I'm from the hood. You know what I'm saying? How can somebody like me make it, right? Or, 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 or. You know, do something positive. See, most people, there's two types of people who are born or who are poor, right? There's people who are born poor and they follow the same habits and values and philosophy, right? They believe that there's no opportunity. They believe that they can't make something happen, right? So they accept that life and they live that life. Passed on by generations, right? Because they were born poor, so they accept, oh, I'm going to just stay poor. And there's other people who are born poor and go out and make an adjustment. No matter how long it takes. Finding ways to position themselves for success. Putting themselves in a positive position. Somehow, some way. How can I just change my entire philosophy my habits and my principles. <clears throat> right? And there's other people who make the wrong moves, who, you know, who uh who eventually get broke through through financial education, like technically poor, right? But we're talking about philosophically poor. Where, see, I respect somebody who's on the hustle, working, right? Doesn't have as much money, but they're grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding and trying and failing and pushing and pushing and pushing. That person's on their way. Because they're creating a way when there is no way. They're creating a way when there is no way. To me, that's a person who's on their way to getting out of the situation they're in, right? But someone who, who's philosophically broke, doesn't lack principles. It's not, for most people, it's an excuse to call it, you know, there's something outside of myself, right? That's stopping me. Everyone else but me. It's everyone else. Everyone else. It's my environment. It's the government. It's the da-da. Whatever it is, it's stopping me. It's like you accepted that as a way of life. That's your outlook on life. For me, it's different. I was born into the situation I was born into. Now I'm, I'm in a place where I can make a change. Where I do not have to accept those same habits, that same lifestyle. And it's very, very difficult to break out because it's, there's... See, someone like myself has to take three steps back to position myself 
to take 10 steps forward. And what simply what's it, what that means is I don't have the luxury to do anything else. I don't have the luxury to get distracted. I don't have the luxury to sit around and make no moves because I'm already losing. Based on the habits that were passed on to me, the uh, I'm sorry, the philosophy that was passed on to me, the lifestyle that I see, my habits that I developed over the years. It's like I got to change this entire shit around. And any second that I'm not doing that or working towards that, I'm losing. That was my wake up call. you think about it growing up over growing up over the years where you're being told hey you know you should be taking some pills some some Adderall or I don't I don't know what they prescribe to people with ADD anymore <clears throat> you should be taking that you should be taking uh you know uh, it's okay you know uh, go get a good job and 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 work in in you know a safe nice job for twenty thousand a year. Don't worry about it. Forty thousand a year. Don't worry about it. It's all these things that I'm being told. And then you see people getting robbed outside. You, be, you see people dying outside of the you know down the block. Shots. You know. Um, you hear the news. The news is constantly on when I, when you know uh, you know growing up living with the parents. Again, this is not my parents' fault. Right, they. This is the environment they grew up in, and again, there's two types of people who accept that environment and pass that on. This is all we know, or you know, if they're ambitious enough, they'll make a change, right? But if they had a choice, if they were aware, it'll be different. Now it's like, okay, now you, if if you was told this many many years ago, right, you probably would never develop those habits and that mentality and that philosophy where. People just don't believe they can make a change. And that even that's not an excuse. Even that's not an excuse. Right? See, they did the best they can. Of protecting me and giving me everything I need. And I'm forever grateful. Right? But their goals weren't... It, it, their lifestyles, the goal... Their goals weren't what I wanted. Right? I wanted something more. Because I saw where I was headed. I saw where I was going. I saw the people around me. I saw my friends who went down that route. And I was like, whoa, I'm not doing that. I started studying every every type of, uh, you know, every person that comes from this lifestyle. Where I would possibly end up, and there was barely a a positive story, right? A, a little bit of success. Oh, he's just you know like a move was so glorified in this type of environment, right? Like a move, one little move. Oh, he got his real estate license. Let's throw a party because he got the license for it. Yay! Woo! It's like, whoa, what? Oh, he just got his diploma. Let's graduate because he uh, he graduated uh, middle school, high school. Uh, yeah, he graduated high school. Let's let, woo, yeah, let's party. Oh, he got his first job. Woo! It's like, 
that's the mentality. Like, what? And if I buy into this mentality, where we're getting participation trophies, and that's what is celebrated, because we finished, that's what's celebrated, but it's not about finishing in first place, or it's not about... Like, this is a negative thing to to want to finish in first place. To want to get a first place trophy. To instead of celebrating your, your real estate license, you celebrate the first deal. Right? You say, oh, wow, I got this check. Many more to come. Here's a toast. Right? To this, to this check. Right? Even then, when, when that check comes. Right? Like, celebrating the goals that you had. Hey, I wanted this I accomplished my goals in 3 months, man. Let's celebrate that. Boom, good business. Celebrating good business. They you did you celebrate the baby step. Which keeps people in this mentality where they feel the need to accept the minimum and do the minimum because they'll get celebrated and rewarded for it. Many people can disagree with me, and that's okay. Which is why I started the About It Club and have these discussions. I never call it masterminds. Well, well it is a mastermind, but I never call it, um, you know, it's it's this is the sol- this is the information, and that's it. This is my way of life where I share it. And if anybody has some type of feedback or any disagreements on it, we can have, we we're able to discuss it, right? But. You're talking to somebody who's who who who've seen it at a low at at a low level, right? Seen it all at a low level. Seen people living in the street. Seen drug addicts. Seen people making no moves. Average people. All this stuff is part of the environment. And if I accept that. And I lost. I would lose and I would not be talking to you here today. So it's not that people have this outside problem. Because I say this all the time. I say you can't control what happens to you. What other people do to you. The market, the environment, what other people do. But you can't control how you react to it. Because we are built to make adjustments. We are built to adapt. This is who we are. And it's not an outside problem. It's a philosophy problem. It's a principle problem. Right? To somebody who feels like, you know, when it comes down to making a decision, it's very hard for them to make the, the quote-unquote right decision. It's no, you're making the decision that's based on your philosophy. Based on who you are as an individual, your character. If you see the alarm go off and you, and you hit the snooze button and go back to sleep for another two hours. That's who you are. Because someone who really, really, truly values their word or values discipline or values responsibility, truly, truly values it to a high level, 
that alarm clock comes on, they're looking forward to that alarm clock. Let's wake up, boom, let's, let, let's make it happen. I had to change my perspective on life. I had to change the way I viewed the world based on 18, 19 years of habits, of, of an outlook on life, of a philosophy. It's like you ha- I had to change it all up. 20 years, 21 years, 20, even 22 years, and it takes a long time. As a 26-year-old man, I'm still developing the foundation. I'm still making moves and making adjustments. I'm not the same guy who started this podcast back in March. I'm just not. A lot has changed. In all areas of my life. We continue to grow at a high level. And if you stay the same, you're going to lose. If you don't make a change, you're going to lose. If you don't take ownership, you're going to lose. Start valuing different things, right? It's like the person who goes into business and says, oh, man, I want to make 20K. I want to make 50K, 50K, 50K. Let's do this, 50K. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Because that same person will be afraid to lose 20K, 30K, 10K that's needed to make 60, 70,000, right? They're not willing to put down that money. But when you value discipline, right? You'll say, okay, this is what I want to do. This is why I want to do it. What do I need to do every single day to get to this point? When you value responsibility, you'll tell yourself, Let's take personal responsibility on every single thing that happens to me. It's my fault, and let's go out and make adjustments. When you value honor, value your word, and you say, listen, this is, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to stick to it. That means regardless what happens... I'm going to stay on the path. I'm going to stay on the course. And I had to make that decision myself, right? I had to make that decision. I had to say, regardless, I'm going to go all in no matter what. And regardless of what happens along the way, we're just going to keep making adjustments. I don't have the luxury to go out for Halloween. I just don't. I don't. I don't. I'm 100% independent. I got to be working. I got goals, man. I got shit to do. I don't have the luxury. And I, I'm not hating on anybody who who who, who went out for Halloween or, or celebrates whatever, whatever. Congrats on that. Yeah, you guys have the luxury to do so. I don't. It was all moves. On Halloween yesterday. 
It was moves. Straight moves. Nothing against those type of people. None against people who's doing it. There's people at a high level who's already, you know, achieved their goals and things that they want. That they have the luxury to do so. Wait, great. Congratulations, man. For me, I'm still on the come up. I'm fucking hungry. I'm hungry, man. I'm hungry. And if I have to make these small little sacrifices, I'm willing to do so. Because I know where I'm going. I'm willing to sacrifice two or three Halloweens in order to have a big-ass party when it's time. And when it's time to celebrate, I celebrate good business. Which I I will be doing this week. Once deals are finalized, we're talking about big fucking business. Once deals are finalized... I'm going to celebrate, of course. Celebration is not going on for five months, three months. Two, no, it's, it's going to be a, a nice little night. Let's toast a good business. Let's keep going. Well, I don't drink, but you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's, let's acknowledge good business. Let's celebrate good business. And then we celebrate it. The after celebration, the after party is more hard work. We celebrate good business by acknowledging it, by becoming aware of it, by making that toast with those partners, with those people around you. But then after that, we got to get back to work. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. That's the sacrifices I'm willing to make to get to where I want to be. And most people are not willing to do that. So it's not an outside problem. It's a philosophy problem. It's a principle problem. Most of the time. Most of the time. I say 99% of the time. It's not an outside problem. For someone who says, I will not accept this situation, no matter what's thrown my way, I will find a way to make adjustments. And if I have to take three steps back, it's still a form of making adjustments. It's still, all right, I haven't started on the process just yet, but I have to rebuild the foundation. I have to put it brick by brick again. And that's fine. There is no excuse. There is an excuse for those who don't really want it. And that's a real thing. I don't don't think people understand... (laughs) Like, it's not it's, you, you, just because you want something or just because you feel entitled or I, I don't know, just because you feel like you're doing the right moves and, oh, I'm making the intentions, you should succeed. No. If you're not all in, if you're not willing to do what it actually takes, you deserve the results. You deserve what you get. It's a different mentality, man. And people who are not about it, people who don't really want it, they don't like that way of thinking. It's not attractive. It's not attractive to people. 
So just really think about this in your life and what you're doing. Right? Think about it. Are you making excuses? Are you accepting, you know, your the philosophy of your environment? Right? How bad do you really want it? Whatever it is that you claim that you want. See, for me, I didn't want anything but growth. I thought I wanted money, right? I thought I wanted, I thought I wanted, yo, I can't wait to make six figures and crying. Why? I hope this business don't, this business, I hope it works. I hope it works. I hope, listen, man, let's go out and make it work. And if it doesn't work, let's go out and make adjustments until the fucking thing works. And if this is not a good business plan, if this is not what it is, scratch the whole shit. How can we redesign it, re-come up with it? We have to take three steps back. See, I was going for the wrong things. And it wasn't until I got money, I realized, oh, I got it based on chasing the right things. Which was my principles, my philosophy. For me, it was being a real man. Being a real man to me means taking everything I do in my life, everything, and take it to its highest level. Because now I'm in the, I'm in the best position to turn around and pick people up and bring people up with me. I'm in the best position because I took all areas of my life and said, look what happens if you actually took, if you actually went 100% and you were 100% focused, here's what's possible. I don't regret anything that happened to me in the past. I don't regret how I grew up. I'm actually grateful to know what it feels like. To beat myself up mentally, to be labeled something, to see the things that that, that happened in my environment. I'm 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 fucking grateful for it, and thankful. Because moving forward, as I continue to push this philosophy and show people just based on results, that what I'm saying fucking works. Whether you believe me or not, whether you're part of the movement or not, it's all good. It's all good. If everybody shuts this podcast off and I got zero listeners, zero listeners, it's time to rebuild. And that's just my mentality. I'm fucking up. I'm not doing right. I'm getting too comfortable. Whatever it is. Which is why I'm extremely grateful for everybody who's listening right now. Come on, man. You're spending 45 minutes listening to me. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. And I'm very grateful for it because I know where I was at. And I know where I'm going. I'm in the beginning right now, man. In the beginning. And I'm only saying this to inspire. I'm not saying this. Look where I'm at. No, you, I, I'm not that type of person. Who says, I've already made it. No, no, no. I want people to know. I'm on the fucking come up and I don't have the luxury to do anything else. So when you see me with a serious face in the fucking gym. And, and you see me these 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 looks of, of these intense stares. Yes, because I'm serious. It's, it's serious business for me. It's a serious life changing experience for me. I put a picture up on, on my on my stories on my on my Instagram stories saying Happy Halloween, and it's me in the gym staring, grilling the fucking camera. 
saying, man, this is what I'm, this is just my Halloween. Enjoy your Halloween. Enjoy everybody. Enjoy what you got to do. You know, enjoy it, man. I'm not judging anybody. For me, I just don't have that luxury right now to get distracted. I just don't. And I, and, and I know where I'm headed towards. I know where I'm going. I know where I came from. I know where I'm at right now. I know how much losses that I take, that I take on a day-to-day basis. I know the adjustments that I make, the little adjustments that fix those losses and create more opportunities. I'm like, yeah, this shit works. The philosophy fucking works. The mentality of being responsible, the mentality of taking ownership, not making an excuse, not accepting the lifestyle, right? You become aware of it, take ownership of it. You say, hey, look, here's where I'm at. I fucking suck right now. I'm fucking whack. I look in the mirror, of course, look at me. But then it's, now it's time to make a change. And at any moment, you can do that. At any moment, you can just make that flip because you're in full control. And if you don't believe you're in full control, you're going to be doing what I'm doing, take, what, what I was doing, taking long walks, hoping something happens. Then going back home and fucking playing the game, expecting a different result. And then blame everybody else. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. It's me. It's me, of course. Which is why now, moving forward, I'm taking a lot of risk. And I'm learning as I go. And I told this to the club members on Tuesday night where we have our discussions at 9 p.m. I told them, man, I'm learning as I go. I'm learning. I don't know what's going to work. I don't know if this this type of Tuesday night stuff is going to work. I'm 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 trying new things. I'm applying it. I'm seeing the feedback and I'm going from there. I'm seeing what works, you know, you know, what kind of people are joining the club. Why people aren't joining the club. Maybe I got, you know, this is what's wrong with it. Maybe that's what's good with it. Maybe, you know, it's it's all a game of adjustments and I'm willing to play that game. I'm willing to play the long game, even with the podcast. You listen to the first four or five episodes, you see that it's not what it used to be. It's a totally different podcast than what it was in the beginning. It's because you try certain things, you try things with certain people, you try things, you know, you think you go, this is the direction you want to go, and then you're going to have to make an adjustment just the way it is. That's how life works. That's what we do. So change the, change the mentality. Change your perspective. Start taking ownership. That being said, guys, one more time. If you want to support the movement, right? If you want to support what's going on, you can go to theabotalifetalk.com. Go check that out. If you want to check out theabotaclub.com, go check that out, right? If you found this information valuable, if you found this podcast valuable, if you're fucking with the movement in general, please share it with somebody you love. 
Somebody who needs to hear this, put it on your social networks because we're growing. Right? We're growing. And I can use your help to grow even more. So with that being said, guys, hopefully this was valuable to you guys. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Family, listen, if you haven't done so yet, check out the About It Life store. You go to theaboutitlife.com. You can go check out the hats, the merch, the uh, the cups, the, uh, the T-shirts, everything we have there. If you support the movement and really rock with this message, go check that out, theaboutitlife.com. I appreciate you guys so much. If you can support the movement, it means so much to me. Also, I do run a private mastermind group. Uh, I call it my inner circle. It's the aboutitclub.com where you can go there and it's a $25 a month membership where you and I come together every Tuesday night, right? It's a group of us, a group of like-minded individuals. If you want to tune in every Tuesday nights at 9 p.m., we uh, we talk about impor- important topics um, and, and we discuss them after. You know, there's a lot of people that on their journey to growth, on their journey to uh um, you know, to to really understanding the mind and understanding philosophy and understanding what it takes to actually win. Um, a lot of people don't have a community around them that are going in the same direction. So if you're looking for something like that, if you want exclusive content of mine, there's articles, videos exclusively in the aboutitclub.com. You can go check that out. It's a $25 a month membership. Um, there's no commitments. You can cancel anytime if you don't find value in it. So with that being said, family, um, go check out theaboutitlife.com and go check out theaboutitclub.com. Thank you so much for listening in. Family, listen, if you haven't done so yet, check out the About It Life store. You go to theaboutitlife.com. You can go check out the hats, the merch, the uh, the cups, the uh, the T-shirts, everything we have there. If you support the movement and really rock with this message, go check that out, theaboutitlife.com. I appreciate you guys so much. If you can support the movement, it means so much to me. Also, I do run a private mastermind group. Uh, I call it my inner circle. It's theaboutitclub.com where you can go there. And it's a $25 a month membership where you and I come together every Tuesday night, right? It's a group of us, a group of like-minded individuals. If you want to tune in every Tuesday nights at 9 p.m., we uh, we talk about imp- important topics um, and, and we discuss them after. You know, there's a lot of people that on their journey to growth, on their journey to uh, um you know, to to really understanding the mind and understanding philosophy and understanding what it takes to actually win. Um, a lot of people don't have a community around them that are going in the same direction. So if you're looking for something like that, if you want exclusive content of mine, there's articles, videos exclusively in the aboutitclub.com. You can go check that out. It's a $25 a month membership. Um, there's no commitments. You can cancel any time if you don't find value in it. So with that being said, family, um, go check out theaboutitlife.com and go check out theaboutitclub.com. Thank you so much for listening in.